Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings. Welcome to Transformation with Goddess Queen Mother Velma Banks and Ia Awofalola. Greetings and blessings, Queen Mother. How are you? I am very blessed tonight to be here to say thank you for another opportunity to share our love with each other. So I'm trusting that you had a wonderful celebration of your life. So I am just fine. Thank you very much. I most certainly did. I had a wonderful celebration of life, and I had a lot of people to wish me happy birthday. Uh, both uh, online and on Facebook was enormous, and people just called. So I really am feeling love. Well, we certainly don't want it to end now. This is a night to share our love with you, with the world, and with all those who are listening so we can move ahead to declare that this is a time to do our victory celebration through prayer. Are we ready to do a victory celebration through prayer tonight? Okay. Well, let us all kind of quiet ourselves and still our hearts and know that now is the best time in the world to give thanks that we are completing another day of life. And as we give this prayer of thanksgiving, this prayer of victory, we can breathe in the breath of life and be so blessed that we have the breath. And every time we bring in this breath of life, that we can send it out to others so that they can know how blessed we all are together. So let us just be still now and say, Thank you, O Heavenly One, for giving us a day of grace and a day of mercy, that we have shouted out loud that we love ourselves as we love others, that we are thankful for this day of love. We are thankful this day that we have bread to eat and that we have clothes to wear and that we have feet to walk and we have eyes to see. So blessed we have victory. So we are thankful that we can say to all of our listeners and all those who care about each other, is that we are blessed. So we are thankful now that from ages past, from now eternally, we will always have a reason to be victorious when we can breathe the breath of life. And for this we say, Amen, Amen, Ashe, Ashe. Ashe. So now we can prepare ourselves for that second piece of our night, which is we call what? The Energy Love Clap? Okay. Sometimes call it the love energy clap, but the yes. whole thing is we are clapping in energy from our heart, and we are so excited tonight that we can continue this this pattern, this this ritual, this this opportunity to just love ourselves through our energy love clap, our hands that we can bring together our heart that we're opening now. And so when we finish this opportunity of sharing our love with ourselves and each other, we can deep, we can have a deep sigh of relief that we've come this far together. So we're doing our preparation talk now so that whatever we are doing, we can stand still for a minute, be still for a minute. Remember that we've got to be in a position to stretch out our arms. So that's number one. If you're sitting, if you're standing, if you're driving your car, wouldn't it be great to be able to just stop the car? But if you can't do that in your mind, you can follow along. And when you are seated or when you're standing in a better place, you can then do the energy love clap because the goal is one thing, to bring love energy to our hearts. So now we are hoping that we have our hearts open to receive So now this is what we'll do. We can put our telephone on our shoulder if we have a handheld, and we can now stretch out our arms in front of us as straight as we can. We can even pull from our shoulders outward, which gives us some release for our bodies. If we have some some stress in our shoulders and our backers, 
reach out your arms first now. We're preparing for our energy to flow from our hands back to our heart. So I'm reaching out my left hand, my right hand, just stretching them like in a seesaw motion. Sister Darlene, I know you're doing the same thing. We are stretching out our arms out as far as we can to bring some of that energy from our back into the front part of us. So now that we have done that, we can then clap our hands so we know we're all together. Just clap your hands together so we know we're in one energy force together. Just clap your hands first and know that we're together. I hear you and I hope you hear me. So now we'll just stop for this moment. And now we're going to stretch our arms out, bring our hands together with a clap, small, uh, a quiet clap, bend our elbows, bring that those hands to our heart. So now we can stop with our hands in front of our hearts for one moment. And now we're going to reach out our arms again and make a little circle. Bring your arms, in, your hands in together, clap them together, and slowly bring them to our heart and hold them there in front of our heart, which is where our treasure lies. So one more time, we're going to stretch out our arms as wide as we can, circle them together with our, circle our hands together, then bring those hands down straight to our heart with our elbows bent. So if we have elbows bent, our hands clap together with our thumbs touching. We, our thumbs are touching the right hand, the left hand. Then we have our fingers together, and we have it placed over our hearts. So now we're going to take a deep breath. Blow it off the air, and one more time in a still quietness in our hearts. We're going to stretch out our arms, bring that circle around to where our hands come together, bring our hands to our heart, bending our elbows, and then we're going to straighten up our hands in front of our hearts. So we should have our palms together. Our thumbs touching and our fingers touching. So we are touching energy, the ten forces, our hands, in front of our heart, which is where our treasure is and where we can breathe the victory prayer. And we can just now know that we can be still for just a minute. Reflect on your day. Continue breathing a bit. And I'm trusting that you have enjoyed the energy love clap that has been your blessing to yourself. And if you've done that blessing to yourself and there's someone in your space that you want to offer love to, then you can ask them, if they would like to receive your love. And I'll ask Sister Darlene if she wants to receive my love. So if she does, she will continue to bring her hands to her heart, and I then will open up my hands and send my love out to her by sending love from my heart to yours, sending love from my heart to yours, sending love from my heart to yours. Sending love from my heart to yours, sending love from my heart to yours. And now that you have received my love from my heart, I bring it back, my hands back to my heart, and say thank you for receiving my love. And for those of you who may not have someone to offer your love to, just offer it back to us, and we certainly will receive it. And then when you have someone you'd like to give your love to, just ask them if they say yes, and just do what we've done together. Send out that love, and then they can continue to bring that love to their heart. And we are all one now, feeling that love, knowing that with us we can do all things together. So we can clap our hands together, give thanks for the energy love clap, and know that when we ask, we can receive our own love, and we won't give it to someone else. We certainly have the wherewithal to do just that. Amen. Well, I want to send some love to you, Queen Mother. All right, then. I will receive it. So here I'm bringing it to my heart. I'm bringing it to my heart. I know you're sending it. I'm bringing it to my heart. I'm bringing it to my heart, and I thank you. 
for having sent it to me. Let me know when you stop giving it so I will stop receiving. I say, well, I'm going to stop, but I'm going to ask if we could give love to uh, Miss Sandra, who's on the line. Is okay. it possible we can give you some love, Miss Sandra? Yes, I give love to both of you. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to give the love back to you and okay. say the circle of love that we have. Okay. Then we're doing it. I'm sending mine. I'm sending mine. So we know that we hope you're receiving it. Yes, I'm receiving it and sending. Okay. I say. I say. I say. Should we continue now, having felt, one, that we have a victorious prayer, we have the energy love club, that's to sustain us. Just every day we can find the way to, to love ourselves. It's so inexpensive. It just means that we take the time, and it's important. Time can be so meaningful when we use it for the upliftment of our spirits, the upliftment of our heart, and the upliftment of those around us because there's nothing more important than sending out encouraging vibrations to another person. And it's nothing but the energy, the energy that flows from our hearts, from our hands, and from our head. So we have our head, our heart, and our hands, the three H's, and it's so important to always remember that we can do all things when we are in unity together and we bring it to our heart and give it to others. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So, so darling, we'll continue with our teaching moment. And tonight we are continuing a love point of view. So let us all listen now for our love point of view. We must have one a point of view that calls itself a way to bring love and give it to others. So we just hold tonight one step, and that is a love point of view. And it goes without saying that we must have a daily understanding of how we're going to share our love so that when you see us coming, when you see me coming, when you see yourself going, that you know you're walking with love and you want to demonstrate that that's your point of view. No matter what mine is, I want to love you, and I want you to know that I love you, and I can do it just by smiling at you when I see you. And when you're coming in my direction, I may be as upset as I can be, but if I can just find a way to smile, because my point of view is to offer love through any communication that I can from myself to you. So that's one thought we're giving tonight, and that is establishing your love point of view. So just spend a minute now. Do I have a point of view? Can I establish my point of view? Well, you may already have one. If I was close to you, you may tell me, well, listen, I have a point of view. Do I need another one? Well, I don't know, but check it out. Do you? Does this country have a love point of view? Does your neighborhood a love point of view? In your house, have you put a big sign up saying this is a love house, and that's our point of view? So if you enter into it, and you're not entering with a love feeling and a love vibration, then stand still till you get it because we must surround ourselves with a point of view that we call how to point our direction in a loving vibration. So that's one thing we want to establish tonight, that we have a love point of view. And we really can't run away from it because when we run away from it, we are running away from something we have not cleared up. So I want us just to hold that. And the assignment for tonight is to establish your own point of view and try to bring other people into it so that you can talk about what is our point of view. How did we use ourselves today? Did we share our, our, our vibration of love and, and kindness or did we share a love of, 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 of negativity? We know we have a country right now that we need to send all the love we can to be clear that we are important enough now to shift the way we've been viewing our health our monies and all that we need, we have to really have a point of view about it, to share our love, our wisdom with others. And tonight, as we establish our point of view, I would like to um, offer a um, a particular energy, and she's a lady called Maat, and she comes out of the ancient Egyptian tradition, and her name is Maat, M-A-A-T. I'm sure many of you know about Maat. She is the goddess of truth, 
And we know that we need truth to love, and we need to come out of anything is not truthful because we dishonor the whole loving point of view when we're not telling the truth about it. So tonight we are going to be found guilty of love. Let me explain what I mean. My aunt is a reference point for this this part of our loving. She believes in truth, and she has a scale of justice. And that scale of justice helps us to determine whether we've been truthful. And that scale of justice was set up by our ancient fathers from Egypt, and it said to us, I will put this scale out for you. And if your heart is as light of a feather, as light as a feather, you have been telling the truth. So this is a scale of justice. If you have something that you can use at some point in time or look up that in the Google it up for my artist, the, the goddess of justice, where she uses a feather, and around her head is a headband, and it's usually a feather that's in it. And that feather represents truth, and she represents the scale of justice. So tonight I'd like us to declare that we are found guilty of love. So tonight we are establishing a love point of view. We are being found guilty of love because we're going to weigh our heart and see whether our heart is as light as a feather. So as we move through a victory tonight, as we move through sending energy from our love, from our hands, as we send forth our point of view about love or direction that gets us there, then we can know when we complete this time together that we are found guilty of love. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Well, you know, it's very um, easy to uh, say, you know, I've got this love point of view, but it's really hard to define it, you know, that whole point of view, you know, um, you can think you're in love and think you have a love point of view, but if you are harsh or feeling discouraged about, you know, somebody not doing something you want them to do, then in reality, your point of view is not love, but it's something else, you know, it's tolerance, you know, it's it's a, a very deep concept of having a love point of view, and I wish you would uh, define it a little more because, you know, sometimes I think I have a love point of view and then somebody does something to throw me off. That is so true. As you're thinking, as you say, I was thinking about a powwow. You know where the Indians have a powwow and you sit around the fire and you and you have a conversation? And one of the things that this this point of view establishes is that we need to establish it. So here we are. You're so absolutely right. So you're with a friend, and that friend um, is uh, trying to offer you a concrete suggestion for something. And while you're listening to what that friend is telling you in your heart, you're saying, how dare you tell me how to do something? I know more than you. So you got a two-way conversation going. On the outside, you're acting like you're loving the, the, the offering, but inside your heart is not pure, and you're saying, I don't need what you're telling me, so you got to establish. Now, I want the whole thing to be a loving way of doing it. So you have to kind of sit down and look at yourself and say, now, if I am going to establish a point of view when it looks like I'm getting upset and I'm getting angry if I'm on the elevator or I'm on the sidewalk, if I'm walking and someone kind of bumps up to me and I and I know that I want to have a – I'm walking in love and I've got a point of view that – is not shattered because someone bumps into me or someone looks at me the wrong way. It is it is so important to just think about your stare, your eye stare, just that alone. When you look at a person or you look at me and I have a kind of evil eye and I'm looking at you and I need to just think about, am I focusing uh, anger, an angry face or do I have a, a, a face that's loving? Uh, or am I distracted, am I disturbed because I had a rough moment just before I saw you? How do I take a deep breath and say, I believe love is the way I want to do it? And loving means is just looking at somebody with a, with a, with a smile and a comforting spirit. Uh, uh, so it, you have to take the time, uh, darling, to establish one. I want to say to myself, I want to... to care about the way I treat another person. I don't want to be, as you said, harsh 
and uh, disrespectful of someone wanting to tell me something. I want to be compassionate. If someone has a struggle going on, I'm not going to throw my struggle back at them. I want to listen till they get theirs told, and then I can give some words of encouragement. And then if I have a struggle I want to share with you, then I want you to do the same back to me. So it is a way of taking time to say I really want to consider a way to be healthy, to be considerate and be compassionate. So that's how I would say we begin to start to list some things that we know is not fair with the way we treat another person. Even if a person gives you a gift sometimes and you know you really um, don't like it or you have it already, how do you give back to that person and say, I thank you so much? How do you tell the truth that I really uh, enjoy what you're giving to me? Is it okay if I share with someone else? So the whole point is that my point of view is to tell the truth when I'm talking to somebody. That's a good start. I trust that this is one way of opening the door to the point of view that we have to establish. Ashe. Ashe. And, you know, it it, uh, really is an opportunity to to reflect because the self is a powerful individual. You know, you are powerful by yourself. And if you build up a, a... love point of view, then it becomes harder to dislike or, you know, really hate another person or hate another thing. It's always your compassion that starts out first, you know, and and love does that for you. It brings in your compassionate eye. So I say um, that love point of view is a very important tool in our tool chest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of love because that's what we're really the object of this show is to transform through love and allow love to be the greatest tool in your arsenal, you know, because guns and, and all of these things, they kill the physical person, but the spiritual person lives on. And so we have to know that we can't collect guns and knives and, you know, to defend ourselves, that our defense with having a point of view of love, it shifts the other person's defenses. Because how you could kill somebody that is giving you love. The words we speak certainly make a difference. Just just today I was listening to a conversation, media conversation, where young kids now in their bullying fashion are using words that hurt another, and they're so discouraged. So absolutely that love is expressed in so many forms. So one way of really loving is how we speak and the voice and tone of the tone of voice and the words we say. And we can begin to just establish, I am going to, and this is a personal way of getting our point of view established. If I see another person, I need to say to myself, now I know I want, I don't may not be feeling so well, but I really want to make sure that I speak a loving way to the person, even in the mornings when we get up. It's, it's, it's really a practice that we have to do in order to keep reminding ourselves, because it's kind of rough every day to keep, to maintain a loving point of view when you may be surrounded by others who don't have it. So how to even work it so that you can help another person know, I am working on my point of view of love. What about you? So you can engage another person just with that conversation, because it's a day Daily practice is a forever practice of how to stay in love and have a point of view about it. Ashe. Ashe. And, you know, uh, just really thinking about it in terms of uh, commercial, you know, you go on to your job every day and you are engaged, you know, through the company in selling something that you wouldn't use yourself, mm-hmm. you know. You are you really being authentically loving this person? You know, I, I I know that people find it hard right now to get a job, but as powerful as we are, if you manifest in your mind that you're going to get a job, you get it. 
And you have to use every bit of your mind and your heart to to bring that job forward, to list down things that you want to do. So you don't have to be stuck with, you know, selling something that you wouldn't use yourself, you know, or, you know, being in a situation that you are harming other people. That is an absolute way of looking at it. So it's a daily planning of how I can accomplish my point of view. And we are just referring to love as a point of view, but point of view about living, because in that point of view of love is a point of view of living. And it's very encompassing because it's 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 rough to, to keep um, loving against all odds, but that's what we must do if what we want to bring uh, joy to ourselves because to be grumpy and, and to be um, uh, disrespectful of what it means to, to, to talk um, to talk um, harmoniously with another person, especially uh, just daily walking the streets when you want to uh, look at another person if they're passing you by. Do you look at them and face-to-face or do you ignore them too? It's really about how to establish a, when you see me walking down the street, I want to be sure that I'm walking in a loving Vibration. So it's a conscious way of saying to yourself, I really do want to develop my sensitivity to a point, to love and a point of view about it. So it's a living point of view. It's a life point of view that you'd rather be loving and kind than be negative and disgruntled most of the time because 90% of the time you can be that way. But So you really have to keep, keep this. It's a struggle. It's a loving struggle, but you want it, and that's what's important. So, Sandra. Uh, um, from somebody from New York, and I know that the struggle to live in New York is very difficult because you always got to be looking behind your back and stuff like that. What do you think about the point of view uh, uh, as far as your point of view being a loving one and on that day-to-day walk in the streets? Do you think that that's possible in the streets of New York? I think it is possible, but what really resonated with me is that you have you have to keep that point of view foremost in your mind. Like you really you do. You have to make an effort to say, I'm gonna walk in love and this way you know, you're not gonna let things deter you from it. And it's pretty much as simple as that. Like I think it's it's possible as long as you keep it foremost in your mind that this will be your walk. I say, because I know that um, in Minnesota, it's relatively easy to walk in love because the area we live in is non-threat, you know. But, um, you know, I think that even finding the, the, the essence of love this summer even in the having uh, negative people living around you, if you resonating with that point of view called love, then there is no stop for you to bring your neighbors in on that love fest. You know, even if they have been uh, deliberately ignoring you or whatever, you could still by just changing your actions, you know. If they say they don't speak to you ever, so you don't speak to them, you could change and one day speak to them and really ask them from a love point of view, how you doing? That will change the energy that between you that has been going on for negativity. Well, actually with my neighbors... (laughs) I was talking about your neighbors. <laughs> can say hello, and they just will not say anything. But mm. what I can do is not feed into them, which is what I try to do. Just not because you don't have to react to their reaction. You know what I mean? So I just try not to feed into them at all. So you are... 
you know, you're by yourself with your feelings, but I'm going to feel the same way that I feel. I don't know if I don't know how much you can change someone, but I know that I cannot react to it. I mean, that's the furthest I've gotten with it. Mm. What do you think, Queen Mother? You live in New York too. <laughs> well, it's 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 a point of view that I've been working on for a long time, and it's necessary for my well-being. One example of um, being in New York and riding the subway and how to express love just in that level. On the subway, may have been yesterday, there was young, two young men uh, sitting, and one wanted to, to reach up to the uh, and, 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 and move around the, the, the handlebars of the train, and I was sitting opposite them, and it was clear that when you get on the subway, you have to sit down. You're not to swing from the from the bar, handlebars in the in the train. And so one of the things I just, when I realized when he was doing that, I said, would you please not, because a train is for sitting on. So that for me represented a risk taker, of course, but I was con- conscious of the young men, so I, I thought I was in good company just by the way they were treating themselves, so they were not uh, negative. They just were doing violating the space as to what they were to do. So that's one thing. Also walking the streets, uh, I tend to want to smile at people because that's what my point of view is, and to find myself looking more at a face than just passing by it and getting a vibration from the face. When I'm in a place where I live where there's a dining room and people who are serving me, sometimes they could uh, disgruntled. But if they happen to have on a name tag, I'll engage them in their name. And if their name represents something that's important for me or I rep- that represents either a culture or a God-centered name, for me, I engage them. And it, tr- it transforms the way that they are viewing. So it's really a way of, of transforming the energy that you walk into, but it is a constant point of view that I, that you establish for yourself, and it takes time, it takes patience, but the street walking, uh, and I walk to a variety of streets in the community, the Harlem streets, the West Side streets, the, wherever I am walking, the consciousness now is to re- look at the person, smile if possible, and engage when necessary. So that's how I've been, been doing it, and it has been a time consumer, I mean time-taking, to get to this point, but I want to increase it more and more because it's so necessary to to engage people who are just so um, unavailable if you don't engage them as you walk by them. Ashe. Ashe, I think it's also dangerous that, um, you know, on some levels that people are walking and some have their minds uh, filled with some harming somebody else or doing something chaotic, you know, and that that smile could just turn them around so that you are not the victim, that it throws them off their game, that point of view, that looking in their face and, you know, engaging them to say hello. Because when I lived in New York, you know, I tried to walk with that point of view also, uh, love, um, and love is different levels of love. And um, finding out that changing myself, you know, and not walking down there like, you know, I'm so hard, you better not touch me, you better not say nothing to me, I'm going to kill you, that kind of point of view and changing it to love, I found that I was less um, fearful less concerned with my own safety and, you know, worrying about whether somebody's going to jack me or whatever, you know. So it changed my 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 whole sense of being in the street. And even now, you know, when I went back to New York this summer, I was in a different frame that I was walking with my love point of view. And, and and at this level was love uh, of, you know, just agape um, love, love from the universe, you know, that we're all part of and that you're a part of the universe. And so that, you know, we are related. 
so that is the love that I walk with. And I find that wherever I go, the door opens. You know, I have not had um, many negative things to come out of walking with that kind of love and, you know, being able to just um, be free and, and be relaxed and be, you know, safe you know, feeling safe. Now, what may be a harder point of view for me, uh, you know, harder walking with the love point of view is with my own family because, you know, you you try to give that point of view within the family of love and maybe you have uh, a young one that, uh, you know, every time you talk to them, they got to ask or they mumbling or saying something rude, I find it very hard to keep my love point of view. It's not easy, but that's where we start to establish and work on it because um, I'd love so much for, for all family members to love each other and be kind and considerate to each other whenever they find that they can't be that way, what do we do to to redirect their, their attitude and be grateful that they do have a family member that, that loves them? But it and you ha- walking in different neighborhoods, you have to be conscious where you're walking, and you have to be conscious who you're looking at when you do it. I, when I think about some of the women that pass me on the street, and they... they um, some I know and some I don't. Some I've seen, but some look like me. So what I do is uh, I'm friendly enough to say to greet them, and they often greet me back. Now that's again uh, working that through. Or if there's um, a place that you know you need to step on the other side of the street because that's love too. You're loving yourself, so you're stepping on the way, so you're not being caught up in a in a question mark. So all of that is really a discernment, but that's establishing a point of view about it because the intent is to love and the intent is to be friendly uh, in a town that that stands friendliness. And so when where you're walking and when you walk passing people and and you can get a sense of purpose because one of the things that, that love is is when you know that people need help to help people, meaning that if there's some di- 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 distress in them and appropriately, but you can make yourself available to people when you know that they're not just people, but certainly women that you pass, but even some young men that you that I may know, but all of it is a way of saying, I am concerned, I have compassion because I know your struggle may be a rough one, let's have a conversation together just by greeting each other. So there are all kinds of ways, but it is a point of view that takes time to develop, but it must start because the sidewalks of New York, the sidewalks of many countries, they're rough places, but there are people passing by that are friendly and you can be friendly with, and that's part of the love vibration, the, the, the point of view. But I will tell you that it's a, a telephone call with a love on the other end, even just singing a love song can sometimes make it easier for the person on the other end to calm themselves and, and be ready to, to give back a, a more um, uh, encouraging, loving, loving word. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I tell you, sometimes, for me anyway, it's harder for me around um, oppositional folks, you know, and I have a lot of oppositional folks in my family to uh, bring that point of view of love and not uh, have it, um, you know, kind of like dismissed (laughs) or not, you know, not given back. When you think about yourself as a strong woman in heart and giving so much to others, then you keep keep wrapping yourself up in your love and that love of the force of love so that um, you are protecting yourself because even when you do the energy love clap, to bring the, before you step out in the street, if you feel, oh, I need to give some love to myself so I'm stronger when I walk outside. Even when I walk from room to room with somebody in my household that is not friendly and is not willing to, to, to share a love thought or a, a 
comforting word or encouraging word. How do I build myself up just to force to face it? And that really is a piece that I I know we need to spend a lot more time on is that love inside of ourselves. And there's a term that says put on the whole armor of God, the whole armor of the creator who made the world for us to be comforted in. So the whole how to prepare yourself, and it's through thoughts, it's through mindset, it's through spending a few moments talking talking to yourself, getting an encouraging poem, but something that prepares you to walk out of your space into another person's space so they can light up just by saying, in me, I'm doing the best I can. And if you like what you see, we can talk about it together. But you have to gird yourself and prepare yourself to walk out into an opposing environment and, and recreate it. So how do I transform a recreating environment? Just by standing, talking a strong talk to myself and then be be clear that nothing can disturb this because I am, I have the power in me to make sure that I don't let it be disturbed. So that's constant reminder and finding things that encourages you wherever you are to be able to stand against the odds and the wiles of the energy that is not healthy. I say I like that. I like that. Being able to uh, really prepare yourself. Yes. And I think that that is something that is a constant flow, is putting on preparation for whatever comes to be, whatever you, you, you have to do, you know, to to continue to have that point of view of love because the point of view of love is what's going to get people through this 21st century. Mm-hmm. We've had all the hate, all the bullying, all the negativity that the last century and the last uh, 200 years worth of negativity or 2,000 years or 5,000 years how many years that uh, one wants to think about it because love, you know, was not available, you know, for many centuries because it was just put upon people that they got to be this way or, or one way or the other. But now we have freedom so that we can love. We can share uh each other's um good fortune and each other's uh, you know uh bad fortune through love encouraging uh being a a comfort to somebody going through a hard time you know and I know that uh quite a few people you know um when the the trayvon went down, a lot of people said, oh, no, we can't do no love with that. We got to go out and get the guns and the knives, and we got to start, you know, protecting ourselves and, you know, doing what they doing to us, and and that's not going to work in this century. You know, they have a lot of guns and knives all over the world, and a lot in this country especially. We know that love doesn't come easy. It's it's a it's a pretty rugged road, but it's as you're saying, it's the best road to take. That's where that preparation really comes in. Just us talking it out with each other, or talking it out with ourselves. A little quiet talking time. Check a checklist. How am I doing with my desire to establish my point of view? How much preparation? How many love poems? How many love songs? How many love uh, journals do I write? How how many lo- love letters do I write? Do I, did I write a love letter to my child? Did I write a love letter to my friend, my sister? My, it takes it takes a breakthrough, and this is what we're talking about: how to transform ourselves who were not loved, how we were criticized for just being living. And so we have to overcome so many years of of um, being treated less than. So all of that fit, fits into it, but we've got to start, as you said, for the next century with all of the negativity floating in this around us. 
how we can keep preparing ourselves because love does not come easy. But um, what does it? What is the price we pay for love, freedom, or the price for love, hate? It's a, it's really um, where we have to move to um, be, feel good to ourselves and and and. and not create a lot of stress in our body because love, tender love and care can really remove a lot of stress. We try it out. Even if we just wring our hands and rub our hands and do the clap and squeeze our hands and just do whatever we can uh, to remind ourselves that we can establish our point of view and check it out day by day, week by week. What is my point of view? So ask your neighbor, ask your friend, ask your sister, uh, what is your point of view? That may start a conversation that you haven't had for a long time with your with your with your child or with your sister, with your brother. I know it's a daily walk, daily walk, and sometimes you have to stay away from that that energy till you get up ready again to go back and start your point of view of love. But it all is a part of a pattern. You came here to love, and we ought to go out of this world loving. I say. I say that is very important. Well, Queen Mother, um, we have uh, about uh, 12 minutes, and I definitely want to get your contact information out there because there are a lot of sisters that need to contact you and brothers too, you know, to uh, have a conversation, you know, because... You are a communicator of words that change realities and a transformer. And and people need to transform, and that's an individual conversation because everybody has individual needs. So please, Queen Mother, tell your contact information Yes, we can be contacted through the email contact miss B seven at yahoo dot com. That's contact the regular word contact C O N T A C T contact miss B M I S S B the number seven at yahoo dot com. We also can be reached at banks with an S Enterprise, Banks Enterprise Online dot com. We also can be contacted through Facebook. So we can continuously keep the, the dialogue open. And when you go to banksenterpriseonline.com, there is a, 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 a click on that says Ask Miss B. And by asking Miss B, we can get back in conversation and really look at what does it mean to establish my point of view. And I think there are some steps that we can work on to make that happen. Um, at our weekly conversation, we introduced the whole um platform where we discuss the intelligence of the brain, and the brain is really a place that we start our energy love from, and there's a lot of conversation just about that, about when we were um, hurt in our early years, did it affect our brain capacity, and so did it influence us in later life. There was a lot of conversation about that for children to, to know more, for parents to be conscious of a child who may bump their head or hit their body, and it only materializes when they're older. So I put that aside for the fact that Banks Enterprise has a loving, has a living platform where we try and bring something to talk about, and out of that talking we grow and we learn and we can use it and transform our Houses, our homes, and our community with the with the living platform. So that's what we offer from um, uh, what we've been working on over these years. And we can learn more about it through the through the website. Yes. You also have the children of the light. Yes, the children of the light is a. The Children of the Light is a very worthwhile uh, cultural enrichment program, and it can be done vis-a-vis our distance learning. We can do individual, we can do families, and we can do groups, and we can establish a chance for children to come and learn about people like a George Washington Carver. When I think about his encouraging love for himself and how he turned, transformed the economy and transformed the whole um, cultural, agricultural world just by his faith and his ability to trust his love for nature. So what the Cultural Enrichment Program does is to help young people to learn more about their culture, what pain and suffering we went through, but we came on the other side, and we can do the same. So that is available through request. Well, Ashe, um, 
I'm very interested in the living platform because we are all living and as which we need to have more information in terms of how post-traumatic slave syndrome is affecting each and every one of us today. And how uh, love, having a love point of view, helps to end that post-traumatic slave syndrome. Absolutely. I'd like to to just quickly share uh, what is called a song, Love at Home. And I think we maybe have a few minutes to share it. Oh, there's joy in every heart when there's love at home. There's a smile on every face when there's love at home. Voices have a kindly sound. Happiness beams all around. Peace and gentleness abound when there's love at home. Love at home, love at home. There's an angel in the house when there's love at home. Oh, there's sunshine on the hearth when there's love at home. And there's music in the air when there's love at home. Faces at the door sweet. Laughter echoes in the street. Paths are smooth for little feet when there's love at home. So we leave tonight with these words, love at home. Love coming from the for the conversation we're having, but love at home, community, and everywhere we roam. Amen. Ashe. Ashe, and that is the truth. We need to have some love at home. We need to be able to get that for ourselves and manifest it in a a uh, a very um, concise way, you know, that works for the individual, that works for ourselves, you know, that is something that um, we can take away with with like the energy love clap, we can take that away and we can use that every day, you know. And we can use the point of view, love point of view every day because every day it's a struggle to maintain it, especially as things go on around us. Ms. Sandra. Yes. What do you think? What's your reflection? Um, to just try and go forth and be more positive and to, you know, really try and commit to it. Because sometimes, you know, for myself, your day can start out good and then you can get caught up in the madness. And um, to just try not to get caught up, to really try and stay positive, you know, and hope that, you know, maybe it can change those around me, but, you know, if not, it can change me. And that'll work for me as well. And work for other people looking at you, too. Yeah. Because you are the you are the, the model in which they're looking at. And if you change the way you're doing, then they will change what they're doing. I'm going to really work on... And this is my commitment on those family members that are challenging. I love them, but I I need to have a point of view, a love point of view. And that also will be uh, something that I call on the great universe for help with because, um, you know, I'm – I'm really at a standstill when it comes to, you know, dealing with with uh, the negative energy that comes back when I'm trying to give it love. And I know that part of it is because that's a part of me that I don't want to see anymore, you know. Because I used to, to be like that, headstrong, think I know everything, you know. But children can change. It's the adults that have difficulty. You know, you can change a tree only when it's a twig. Once it's a tree, you can't change it anymore. Right. So I, you know, I definitely, I, I have to, to give you uh, 
kudos, uh, Queen Mother, you know, just really forming the language to understand how I walk. And I walk with a love point of view, you know, and and I need to improve that point of view by thinking about what is my point of view? How is it loving, you know? What ways can I change so that people can see the real me that really wants to give love? So I thank you, Queen Mother, for that. Well, there's, I'm glad that we could bring it out tonight because there are little tips that help to to establish it and whatever those little tips are that you can see that it is working a little bit, maybe slow, but the one thing about it, the heart is ready, and that's where your love lies. So how you can do it is just by reflecting on it. And what are my little helpers? What helpers do I have on a daily basis that, that – um, makes it easier for me, whether there's a child, a smile child, and play with a child and smile. So how do I get, use these daily tips to get me closer to a commitment? As was just said, how do I commit? How do I trust myself to go through it? Because it's not easy. And that once you establish it's not easy, then you can work on it But because it's, it's not. But it's something that's useful to keep the temperature down and the stress out. I say. And you can use a, just a, just the consciousness of a, of, of a of a knife. A knife is not that you would necessarily have in your hand, but how do you cut through the the the, the uh, resistance just with your taking your hand and just bringing it down? I'm cutting through this resistance because today I'm going to test it out for myself. And then when I sleep, when I finish today, did I do as best I can? And that's all we really can say: Did I do the best I can? I say, and that is something we all could do. I want to. Thank you, Queen Mother. I want to thank you, Miss Sandra. And I want to thank the listeners that have been downloading the episodes and listening. We love you. We're doing this so that we all can make those transformations that are necessary to survive the 21st century as the divine feminine is on the planet and giving us the opportunity for compassion. I also want to um, give a shout-out to Goddess Yvette. I know she's doing her thing, but call sometime. When you're not working, call us and let us uh, hear from you. And any of the listeners, if you want to call in and share your experience or share your comments or thoughts, we welcome it. I'm sorry that I didn't give you the number when we began but next week I will remember to call out the numbers so that you could call in and uh, share with us your own concepts. Queen Mother, you want to close us out? We want to um, give thanks that we can have victory in everything that we do when we declare we want victory. Small or large, we know that we can give thanks that we are breathing the breath of life and that tonight as we complete our day and our night together, we can say we can unify in love, we can extend ourselves to another, and with all things we can work together in unity and give thanks for another opportunity that's given to us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, we are thankful. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Ashe. I say, oh, I love me, fun, fun.